Hey champs, happy 2022, happy new year, I wish you all the success this year, I wish you all everything that you wish for this year, I think it's, it is definitely going to be an amazing year for photographers, for creatives, I think, you know, we're finding our voice in the industry, we're finding our voice in most places and I think this year is also one of the years that's going to be telling, you know, for us, last year for me was amazing business-wise and I think this year is also going to be super amazing. One of the reasons why last year was an amazing year for me is because most of like 2018 and 2019 I went through a process of finding out how to price myself and how to price properly and I finally found a middle ground and today I'm going to share with you guys some of my tips on how to price yourself um, going into 2022. So Pricing is complicated. I mean, it's one of the things that like, irks your mind as a photographer. It's the last thing you want to think about. You All you want to do is be taking photos and editing these photos and making beautiful things. But on the other side, you want to attract more clients with your pricing. So, you know, you want to be competitive with the other photographers in the industry, but you don't know what the industry rates are or what anyone else is charging at the moment. So it is kind of tricky when starting out in the industry. And I know that especially for new photographers, you know, you just picked up this camera and you're really good at it. You're starting to get some clients, but you don't know how to price yourself. So do definitely listen out for this if you're a new photographer. And if you're a seasoned photographer too, do listen out. I think, you know, there's some tips here that I would really, really yeah, helpful and that have helped me and I hope that they'll help you going forward so for my experience like pricing is personal you know there are people who definitely manage to build their portfolios up so much that they're able to charge a certain price um so just you know be cognizant of that that we're all at different levels and different stages in our career so you can't really compare pricing but there are benchmarks that you start with the belief that your client determines your pricing is true where you're situated really matters you know your skills matter and really the clients that you've worked with in the past also will really matter in in your price range so shucks there's so many things just beyond just the pricing itself there's so many other things that i think you have to look at before you outprice yourself so there's some photographers you know if you're new you can't be trying to price yourself like somebody that has been in the industry for all maybe 10 years or more they have the experience you may have just picked up a camera maybe a year ago or two years ago or just yesterday and you want to price yourself the same way it's possible um but i do think that you know pricing becomes tricky like that because also clients are aware of certain things they know who's been around in the industry they can also see work but anyway with all that said Let's dive in into how I am going to be pricing myself for 2022. Um, and I hope uh, these tips help you. So as I said, for most part of 2021, I was charging per hour rates. So I was ranging from like 1,200 Rand to 1,800 bucks per hour, depending on like what I was shooting. And then I came to a stumble a few times when the hourly rate did not make sense. So I could see it and the clients could see it too. And when it didn't make sense is when perhaps a client books me for five hours and then they want an extra hour. I am still 
trying to charge them 1,800 rand for that extra hour, it didn't make sense because it wasn't part of the package because now I'm charging hourly. So clients could then also be like, hey, I am getting married today. Please come for the first one hour uh, at three and then come for another hour at seven. You know, they could really play around with your time. So the charging per hour, I came to some really stumbles upon it. And I think, you know, I want to really change that. So this led me to rethink how I want to charge going forward. I must admit, this is not something that's set in stone because things happen, you know, COVID, i.e. we all saw flames. So going forward, my pricing is going to be project-based or brief-based, basically. So I want to make sure that I get a brief from my clients before I even price them at all. I think pricing is not one of those things where somebody just asks you, hey, how much is this like a store? It doesn't really work that way. You know, you have to build these things up. You have to build and there are layers to it. So I will need to determine a few things before I make this quote to my client. This will help me from underpricing number one and then overpricing myself out of the market too. There are basic rules that I will be following, which is like factoring in, you know, camera equipment higher so your camera your lens your flash your memory card and then there are things like travel cost travel costs are like costs that we don't really look at like we we overlook like yeah i just have to get to the gig you know but yeah there's also costs like project management there's post-production post-production is basically editing sending photos to your client that wi-fi that you're using needs to be accounted for and then lastly usage rights so those are the basic um, rules that I'll be following when I'm charging for my projects, and then you know they these costs vary to be um to be honest, but they must be accounted for in most cases. Like project management is one of the line items we often overlook because it's part of our job, quote unquote. Having worked at three media agencies before, going full time into photography. Everything has to be accounted for if you're growing a business. And let me tell you, good photos are always needed by agencies. So if you get somebody to project manage that that project, they will do a really a brilliant job at it. So, you know, do look at project management as also a different line item when uh, billing your clients. So the project and the brief scope will really determine the, you know, the rest of the pricing. So what is required of you to execute this certain photo shoot? Do you need a studio? How many photos will be even required from you? Where will the client use them? Will they use them on Twitter, Instagram, website? Will they be used in a magazine cover? Do you need an assistant on that day? Can you do everything by yourself? And most likely you do always need an assistant. Extra equipment that you do not you don't even own. You know, maybe perhaps a project needs you to shoot with the most popular lens right now, which I think is the um, 85 mil, Sigma 85 mil 1.4. You know, what if the project really needs that type of lens? You need to go to camera tech and actually hire that lens. That's money. So yeah, make sure that everything is really is accounted for. And also project management. I, I almost forgot that one. A project manager is always needed. I did mention it earlier, but a project management is needed. These are the equipments that I will most likely ask the client to find out what is needed for me. So I will definitely ask the client, hey, you know, do you need a studio? Um, what type of shoot will we be doing? And that, th- that type of, that equipment will really help me determine how I am going to price going forward. There is nothing worse than undercharging 
and realizing that the work is way more than you expected or more than you charged for. There's been a couple of instances where I get to a gig and I realize there is no way I'm expected to do all of this work. I did not charge for all of this. So personally, rather overcharge and start negotiating. I don't want to feel cheated. Well, at least that's how I've been, you know, how I've felt when I realized I've undercharged myself by using the hourly rate so many times. Remember to negotiate with your client, guys. This is a conversation. Have a conversation with your client. It's an open conversation. And I think if you if you approach it that way, your clients will also have a conversation with you because you are the one that knows more about photography than they do. Another thing which we actually forget all the time, I know I forget this, is to negotiate copyright to the photos. Like your client will probably use those photos for that project and then they are done. Now, the law in South Africa, I've gone through this. I think check out one of my podcasts, which I've done before about copyright. I did it with Zach Moselane. We're just really talking about what copyright is and how we can benefit from copyright. There are so many ways for us to start winning and start working with our clients just via copyright. I find this has helped me to monetize my photos better on stock photo websites. So a client will say to you, hey, I've got this project going on right now and I need these amount of photos. This is where they'll be used and you start charging them. Now, you know, for me, I've gotten smarter where I say because I've got a, a company called Color Space where it's a stock photo website for African people. I specifically try and get those type of photos that i would also have on color space so when i'm working with my clients and we've done everything and i've charged everything when my client comes back to me and it starts and now it's time to have a conversation with them i really start talking about color space and open them up to something else different where however else i want to use the photos so once they are done with the project once they are done with the photos most clients, their photos, they did after like three months or right after the project. Nobody uses them ever again. So you as the photographer also have copyright to these photos and you have to negotiate them with your clients. The South African law tells you that copyright belongs to the person who pays for the photos. So basically your client owns the copyright to use the photos and not copyright to the photos. And it becomes complicated when you start using the photos too, but you actually haven't negotiated a copyright with your client. So make sure that you and your client both share the copyright and commercial copyright to the photos. Ask them, hey, say, hey, you know, I want to post these photos in these places here and here and here. Can I really do that after your project is done? And most likely your clients will really say, yeah, whatever, do your thing, man. Ask your clients questions that will help you find their pain points. This way you'll be able to add value to them knowing what it is that bothers them most and where they really need your help. So copyright is just another com you know, way to open up a conversation with your clients. Once I have all this information, now I am able to quote accordingly and according to the brief, according to the project, according to exactly what is needed from me. And then, you know, I'll be able to deliver knowing what is expected of me. I think so often, you know, clients will be like, hey, I'm having a birthday. Come, come by and shoot for five hours. But you get to that birthday, you know, they, they're expecting you to put up an umbrella light or you realize, oh, shucks, I could have put an umbrella here. I could have put a light here and here, but you didn't really engage in, you know, with your clients. So always ask for a brief. 
I think this is really, really important. Ask as many questions as possible about what you are about to be doing so that it will just help you also prepare mentally, you know, what, what you're about to do. And then the last thing is draft an agreement. You know, this doesn't have to be looked at by a lawyer, but an agreement that you both agree on according to how you will work and how you will deliver the work. An agreement can simply say, um, so-and-so will be working with so-and-so. They will be required to deliver this and this on this date. And this is how, the, this is where the photos will be used. This is how much we'll pay them. And you can even put in the copyright, um, exchange if you guys happen to exchange copyright and have it on that agreement. It can be a simple one pager where you both understand what, what is expected of you guys and you have an agreement. So I hope these tips help you also going forward charging per project. I think that's just you know, the, that's the last line that I really want to hammer on. Charge according to the brief. And then the last bomb that I actually want to add on to this, just while you are thinking about how to charge per project. I've been working with a couple of friends and I've been noticing how they've also been charging and also watching some of the, you know, the guys that are really doing well. Most of them are charging for half day and full day. Whatever it is that you need me, I'm trying to make sure that I fit it into a half day or a full day. So most projects will really require you probably half day or more. Now there are studio portrait shoots or just shoots that require you for an hour and then you're gone. So for those ones, you can start charging for that type of project. And then there's, you know, the bomb which I just put now is charging for half day and charging for full day. I really like this concept. I really like um, charging for half day and full day. I think it just makes my life easier so knowing that my half day is taken to this client, my full day is taken to that client and I'm able to manage my time better. Therefore, I am not running around for every hour gig trying to cover up the half hour to full day. What happens within that hour is that once you start charging 2,500 Rand for an hour, the client starts looking at, mm -mm, this does not look it doesn't sound well. It doesn't, it's not palatable. It's, it sounds like it's a lot of money. We must remember photography is still a luxury in South Africa, especially, in fact, globally. You know, the fact that people have smartphones and that they're able to take photos from, the, from their phone, post it wherever they want to post it, and it's still really good quality, tells you that photography is a luxury. So my last put on this is that charging per hour is a dangerous game. Charging per project is the way to go. And really the future is charging half day and full day rates. Thank you so much, champs. That was my first podcast for the year. Um, please do engage with me a bit more on this podcast. I did mention that I am moving away from Twitter spaces and really focusing on podcasts and really giving you the information that you guys want and need. So do engage with me on Twitter and Instagram, Cyril Zuma. That's who I am. Check me out and let me know what you guys want me to talk about. I think we can really exchange quite a lot of information and learn from one another while doing what we love. So engage with me as much as you can. It will really help me and motivate me to record more stuff. Also check out my YouTube, Cyril Zuma. I drop videos once in a while <laughs> i would really love to be able to drop more videos every single week so please do also go engage on my youtube i'm trying to get to a thousand subscribers and also so i can start monetizing all this content i mean you know we do what we love but we also need to make money from what we love so please do go subscribe to my youtube channel that's cyril zuma i would really really enjoy it go share with your friends and like some of the content on there 
I am due to drop a video next week on my retouching process for 2022. I will really take you through the frequency separation and dodge and burn process that I've been using and I think will really be helpful for the coming year. Till the next episode, thank you so much. Peace.